<laughs> I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. <laughs> That's good. Some summertime, summertime, you know, summertime. As we uh, as we record this, <laughs> speaking of summer blockbusters, the uh, were we uh, last night? I went to see the movie Godzilla, and before I we did saw too. The movie, I hated it. Uh, but before I didn't we think it was saw it, my buddy Frank was telling me that uh, he listens to this podcast now. And he uh, he especially likes Mr. Moltz's dry sense of humor. So mm-hmm. there you go. Oh. I'm a fan Thank of you, Mr. Frank. Moltz also. I think he's our secret we- weapon. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm providing something. <laughs> Since you guys do all the work. <laughs> Let's go yeah. back to Godzilla. I want to hear this. So Moltz, what was your take on Godzilla? And did you take uh, was, your son? No, I did not take my son. Um, he's not crazy about going into the movie theater very much. Um, he really liked the Lego movie, wanted to go see the Lego movie and loved it. But um, he, it's just too loud for him, I guess. The theater is just too loud for him. And he's not crazy about sitting that long, <laughs> I don't think either. But um, yeah, so Godzilla, I had heard good things about it. And I think maybe my expectations were set too high is possibly part of the problem. The other part of the problem is it's pretty dumb. Uh, are you guys... Some, fa- of it's, some of it's pretty fun. Uh, I particularly like <laughs> toward the end how he fin- Godzilla finishes off one of the monsters uh, that he fights. Uh, it's, just, it's, a nice, it's a nice move. And I don't know why he doesn't lead with that move. Mm. But <laughs> like just go right for the... <laughs> right for the yeah, right for the kill instead of like yeah, you know, destroying San Francisco. Well, but. you know, you got all that. So okay, I have I have a lot of questions. First of all, is the movie appropriate for kids? No, I would say I would say not. Although there were like little kids right in front of us mm-hmm. in the theater last night at a seven thirty show. We we saw a nine fifteen, so there were no kids in the theater. Um, and again, it was one of these things where you want to mentally dissociate and just, you know, enjoy this popcorn entertainment, but you know, there's kids in danger and there's just, there's people dying everywhere in this movie. And I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> what if that was some kid's dad? Or what if that was some kid yeah. who just got like these buildings but nobody are collapsing gets, nobody left gets, and right? Nobody gets ripped apart. Oh, I, I was hoping for that. I can think of, I mean, nobody gets dismembered and pulled apart like fresh bread. Okay, no, so there's no Game of Thrones disembowelment. No. Ugh. Yeah, so there, there's not like the violence of like spurting blood from right. human victims or anything. Okay. Right. All right. So. But I mean, there's... even like, you know, even like in, in Jurassic Park, that guy sitting on the toilet gets like, <laughs> devoured whole. There's right. nothing like that. But okay. it's just like you're seeing all these buildings go down and but there's, you know yes. that there's people in those freaking right. buildings. Yeah. yeah, and there's a there's a kid who gets, you know, I mean, he, he ends up, you know, spoiler alert, ends up fine. But, you know, he... <laughs> he gets it, you know, he's in trouble and danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. that could be stressful. It makes me feel antsy. I don't know. Oh, okay. Baby. Are, were either of you fans of Godzilla 2000, which I believe is the most recent? Nobody is. And then uh, this was uh, the first and only Godzilla movie I've ever seen. Oh, wait. So was Godzilla 2000 not the Matthew Broderick one? Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. Were no, no. You're right. Two there were, of them? Yeah. So there was another one. Cause I don't, I I think I blanked on Godzilla 2000. I think that was like a late nineties. Um, it was like the first one with, <laughs> yeah, it was low, still low budge, but they had some CG, you know, some computer graphics going. Uh-huh. 
Um, I'd not say the Matthew. Oh wait, the Matthew Broderick was that like mid two thousands? I'd type, but my it would destroy my microphone. Was, no, his was ninety eight. Hmm. Yeah, Matthew Broderick was in a ninety eight Godzilla, directed by Roland Emmerich. Ah, jerk. Um, and Godzilla two thousand. So that's a is that a Japanese? It's actually a Japanese. So that's a Japanese production. Yeah, Godzilla 2000 looks fairly yeah, Japanese-ish. I think they called it Godzilla 2000 to differentiate from the Godzilla yes. yeah. reboot. It's actually, yes, it's actually Godzilla Millennium. Yeah, he, he rides in a Godzilla Millennium <laughs> Falcon. Go- Gojira Nisen Millennium. Oh, wow. That's, let's hear that again, John. Godzilla, Go- Gojira Nisen Millennium. That's uh, Godzilla 2000 Millennium. Is that all the... Is that all the Japanese you know? No, no, I love, I know a fair amount of Japanese. Um, and I thought it was funny because when the Japanese guy in the movie says Gojira, everybody in the theater laughed. <laughs> and I was just sitting there looking around like, that's, that's, that's his name. That's the correct Dorks. pronunciation. That's Dumbass. the correct pronunciation of America. Gojira. We did not have laughing in my theater. It's also a lot more fun to say than Godzilla. I, uh, I did fall asleep for a moment or two during Godzilla also. Oh, really? <laughs> I, was, I was watching it in 3D. There were monsters on the screen, and I was like, "Oh!" I dozed off for a second, and I was thinking, "Man, it's partially the movie, and it's partially the you know being a parent to three young children." Yeah, yeah, I've right. had that before. You're in a yeah. dark room on this comfy reclining couch type chair. It's hard. <laughs> you a minute to yourself. Yeah, nobody can ask me for anything. It's time for a nap. Okay, seven point four on IMDb. I don't know. Okay, so uh, you guys are saying no. Did you to like? Kids. Uh, did you like, did you see Pacific Rim? I, I did. Not, no. Yeah. Did you like Pacific Rim? It was all right. It was okay. It's, then you'll have probably have the same reaction to Godzilla. If, if, is there any camp? I think they're kind of on a par. On a par. I mean, any camp? Yeah. Is it campy? It's not, su- no, it's not super campy. See, it's a little. It takes, a, my problem I mean, with it was that it took itself way too seriously. Yeah, I kind of think you need to have a little fun. Some of it seemed kind of silly to me, but, <laughs> but maybe not intentionally. I thought so. Okay. The, the, there's a there's a climactic scene near the end where they're playing like ridiculously triumphant and inspirational music and it was almost like I was supposed to be saluting the characters on screen and I thought it was right. embarrassing. <laughs> Brian Cranston's in this. Wow. He is. Whoa, he, whoa, uh, he, whoa. he basically he he plays Hank. I mean he plays what's that guy's name in that show? He plays Oh, yeah. Uh, uh he plays he 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 Breaking plays Bad. A Breaking <laughs> Bad guy. Yeah, he plays Heisenberg. Walter White. He plays Walter, Walter White. White. Thank you, God. You're welcome. Uh, but so I was, you know, these uh, these summer movies had me thinking, because we were continuing some of our summertime conversation from last week. I was thinking, when I go out, it's a production. Like, I actually, I went out two nights in a row. Oh. Uh, on Monday night, I had plans out of the house, and then again on Tuesday night. And it's like, typically, if I, I try to set things up, if I'm going to go out, that it's after the kids are in bed. So I'll tuck them in and then I'm going to leave. I'm going to meet people around 8, 8, 15, something like that. Usually, I mean, if it's, if I can, if I tuck just one kid in and I do it at 745, I can get to a place by 805. It's okay. Uh, but these past two nights were both plans out of the house where I skipped bedtime. Ooh. And so it's like, you're saying goodnight after dinner. You're like, bye, good night, whatever. And it's, you know, I, two in a row is extremely uncommon for me to have two different nights like that. But one a week isn't entirely uncommon. And, uh, you know, Lauren then also does the same thing one night a week. And it's, uh, I don't, the kids never say much about it. Yeah. So that's what we do. You alternate yeah. who gets each one. Yeah, we get, one we, we each get a night, we each get a night a week. Um, 
and occasionally like if there's like a big summer blockbuster or something like that to go see i'll i'll get i might get an extra couple hours someplace during the week like a massage massage <laughs> situation <laughs> a massage parlor that opens up <laughs> okay so i'm looking at the summer movies and uh yeah, there's a lot of pg-13s i don't see a lot of kids maybe we'll just like watch rio 2 i guess that's been out for a while right uh and the the lego movie just came out on itunes and oh and um amazon need to get that or, one. you know buy you have to buy it but still i've heard yeah. it's really funny so it's good i think i thought it, i thought it was good my okay. kids enjoy it. And anytime I take my kids to the movie theater, it's it's rare enough to begin with. But, you know, they're, they have to do a lot of psyching themselves up first before we go. Right. And I'm like, remember, if it's if it gets scary, you're looking at Legos. Like, how bad can it be? <laughs> Just a movie. Right. And so my, I, I, I might have talked about this before, but my advice to them is always, you know, if you, if you start to feel scared or upset, just look around you, whether you're at home or in the movie, you're like center yourself in the room a little bit. And hey, everything I'm seeing on the screen is fake because I'm actually sitting in this chair with popcorn in my hand and try to try to get your <laughs> did head you, back. Did you see the um, did you see the Simpsons Lego episode? I meant oh, to see it. Man, and did not. Awesome. It's kind of funny. I mean, the recent Simpsons is not that great, but it's kind of funny just because they, you know. The plot is much like the movie. <laughs> and then at one point they, they make a reference to that. And as they're making that reference, um, what's his name? The guy, the, the character from the movie and the girl from the movie sort of like walk into the back and like look surprised and walk back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's good cross brand. That's nice. Yes, that's right. My, we've been watching uh, once upon a time, which is like the Disney it's on ABC, so it's a Disney thing, and it's like you, uh, you watch it with the kids. I watch it with the girls. Yeah, I do not watch it <laughs> I alone. Hope so. I hope so. I save that one. Yeah, I'm not like I cannot <laughs> wait to watch. Although um, one of the women from um, House, uh, the original hottie doctor, she is on. She is a lead. Yes, Jennifer what, Morrison, I believe it is Morrison. Yeah, or yeah, yeah however you say it, right? Hot. <laughs> She's awesome. Anyway. Watch that with the girls. And what I started introducing my four-year-old to it. And her thing now is to just blurt out, oh, I get it. And then say a whole bunch of crap that this has nothing to do with anything, um, which is kind of funny and awesome. So I just let her go. But then the 10-year-old's like, shh, you know, because there's plot points and things like she wants to be engaged with. <laughs> so we kind of have a balance of shush. And so that's why I can't take the four-year-old to a, a, a movie movie. Um well, I could, mm, but I'd have to, we'd have to have a talk about See, not blurting out. I, uh, <laughs> I have a blurting out story too, but before I tell you about it, I want to blurt out something else. Mm. I want to tell you about our first of two sponsors today, which is care.com. Listen up moms and dads. I can tell you from experience as can John and John, that mm. we know how tough it is to, to line up the right care for your kids. Well, today, our podcast happens to be supported by a website that can make it just about painless. That's what I want to tell you about. All right? So it's called care.com. All right? And you can go there to find not just child care, but really any type of care your family needs. Dog walkers, pet sitters, housekeepers, and even help with adult and senior care, not to mention babysitters with summer coming soon, you know, it's going to be hot. You're going to be traveling. You're going to be putting, you know, maybe you're, you're, we're scaring you off from car trips right now. And so you're like, you know, let's uh, leave the kids home and do our own thing, whatever. But you can go to care.com and search for camps and summer sitters. And the best part care.com makes the whole 
process easier. You sign up, you can search or browse tons of local caregivers, and you can check out detailed references and reviews. So whatever you're looking for, whatever help you need, go to care.com slash turning this car around. Again, it's care.com slash turning this car around. And uh, for a limited time, as a Turning This Car Around listener, you can save 25% when you become a premium member, letting you mm. message caregivers directly and access background check options. Nice. So check them out. It's care.com. It's it's babysitters. It's senior caregivers. It's the pet caregivers. They got a lot of cool things. And nice. um, it's a very nicely uh, designed site. It's very easy to navigate. And again, if you go to Turning This if you go to care.com slash turning this car around, uh, you get 25% off a premium membership. You'd be crazy not to. I just have to say one thing. Please. Current babysitter found via care.com. That is so awesome. She's great. Fantastic. So thumbs up. So you And you had to pay like full price on care.com because <laughs> yeah. you didn't have the care.com slash turning you this are car correct, around. correct, sir. Yes. Yeah. So there's that. And so I recommend it on a personal actual use level. Yeah. You want to talk about an endorsement? Boom. Right. And let me ask you this, and I mean this sincerely. Yeah. Has your babysitter murdered any of your children? No. <laughs> As of today, no. See? It's great. Perfect. And really, what what else do you want to know? Right. That's my primary qualification for any right. caregiver. Will murder be on the menu? <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so as promised, I told you I was going to tell you a story mm. about blurting out. See, I remembered even through that whole ad that's, read. That's, that's really good. good. Yeah, Thank I would you. never remember it. But uh, so Anya really loves. She's the the seven year old. She she doesn't. She talks back to everything. She talks back to television, movies. Hello, sounds. Television, movies, and to um, <laughs> which where she learned that from. Even in, <laughs> in live theater. So <laughs> I got it. We took we took her yeah, to a Broadway okay, show. I'm glad you got that. And um, we took her to a Broadway show to see uh, Matilda. And, you know, luckily she was fairly quiet doing it and the show was fairly loud. I don't think we bothered anybody around us, but she's like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't go in there. And like, she's not yelling out to the actors on the Broadway stage, thankfully, but she, you know, you can read a book. We just finished reading the My Teacher is an Alien series, which I had loved as a kid. So I shared with her and, uh, you know, on different you're like, oh my gosh, he shouldn't do that because the aliens are going to see what's happening inside of his brain. And, you know, if I'm reading to two kids at once or whatever, <laughs> she's got to get these things out. She can't not say them. So it, it makes reading bedtime stories take about 30% longer because you have to wait for her to, to blurt all these things out. <laughs> In the movies, we've gotten her a little bit better about it now. Like we, we don't want to bother the other people. You know, when it's just us, her, you're annoying, feel free, but let's, let's leave the strangers alone. Yeah. Okay, so movies, that's one activity, family or not, for the summer. I had a question, uh, and I think we kind of talked about this a little bit on, or, but before we leave movies, I did want to, I have a recommendation. If you're a fan of kind of indie, quiet, talky movies, um, there's a movie called The Way, Way Back, and I think it's on HBO Go oh, yeah, right now. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Great, like that's a good movie. It's it's set in current times, but there's like you can tell there's like this kind of nostalgia thing going on because the the one of the characters drives this like seventies station wagon that has the back seats that I think both Moltz and I experienced as kids. Yes, right. and um, the the movie's like a it's a sweet movie, but it's also kind of got some you know uh, adult themes, so it's not right. for kids, but it's a good. If you're looking for a little retro summer action, there are teenage kids. In the, yeah. In the movie. yeah. And it, it's, but it's, it's set in the summertime and it's a good, I think it's a, a fun summer 
fun maybe not the right word it's an, it's a it's good, about summer yeah it's about a summer it's about a summer and yeah. it's uh and it's uh got sam rockwell in it who is a yeah i could a marry national him. treasure i would marry him <laughs> tomorrow if the state <laughs> reinstated wow. their marriage i don't know the way it's way going back. around now so maybe you know um the way way back yeah great movie but i i'm gonna give it the thumbs up um and but you know if you hate it yeah. Everybody else in the world. I, I, you know, since we we have switched this podcast to be about movies, I will also give it thumbs up. Okay, that it, it's a subset of movies within the summertime framework. <laughs> so we're still about and family, right? Well, so what do you think the uh, the age range is for the way way back? Is it one I can watch with my kids or not? So no, much? not with your kids. Probably it, not. Not with your kids. No. Um, I would say thirteen, fourteen, and up. Yes. Got it. Nothing you, against your kids. Yeah, you know, you could watch it with your kids, but you're going to be like, oh, so that's dry humping. No, you're I'm, be I'm doing kidding. Of, yeah. <laughs> doing a lot of explaining. Yeah. <laughs> Too much explaining. Okay, so moving on. D- did you guys, when you went on road trips as kids for the summer, was there a styrofoam cooler involved? And how awful was it? <laughs> um, we rarely did the road trip thing. The furthest we would drive was usually New York City to visit my grandparents. But there was, we did plenty of flying. And I remember I was always really? in charge of packing my own carry-on. And oh, man. Like, this was pre-car seat, so it was pretty easy to go on the airplanes, I think. <laughs> and, but so, like, my carry-on, I would put, like, the magic eight ball and, <laughs> and like, the cartridge to a great video game console. Sure. Like, I mean, it was idiotic stuff. No, you need that. You need that I definitely We're not taking the, the console, but I'm yeah. taking the cartridge. Yeah. It once it, it it once I remember that the magic eight ball fell out on the plane and then the flight attendant came off like who lost this and I'm like oh that's mine and my parents were like why I don't know You're like let's um, ask the magic eight ball why right. that's right it can't answer, answer why easy. questions ask again later <laughs> but uh, man I I I was never super thrilled about the flying um, but my my biggest family vacation memory we did a lot of cruises. And we would usually have to fly to where the cruises left from. And then we would fly to Israel in between. So every other summer was an Israel trip. And the ones in between, my parents usually picked a cruise. And um, I remember on one trip to Israel, uh, there was one where the plane had to turn around because it had lost an engine. And they're like, we're just going to go back and land. Fine, whatever. I was I was too young to care. Much. I just thought it was kind of cool. But the trip I remember was like, we had flown into Philadelphia. And then we had to take a little puddle jumper from Philadelphia to Reading, Pennsylvania. And uh, the plane was not handling it well. It was very, very bad weather. And the plane was all over the place. And my mom had this weird look on her face. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, daddy and I have had good lives, but you're still very young. So I'm praying that if the plane crashes, that you'll, at least you'll survive. And I'm like, keep praying. (laughs) That was was my advice to my mom. Yeah. What what are you doing? We're going down. (laughs) Keep praying, mom. I don't mean to scare you, but we're all going to die. <laughs> Some bolts. I, I, I take it that you did have a styrofoam cooler experience. Yeah, I th- I'm sure we did. I mean, I don't distinctly remember that. Oh, but yeah, I mean, we had, yeah, you know, I we went on road trips. I was always in the back. Yeah. We didn't have like a seat. We never had one of those cars with a seat in the back. Uh, and so I was usually just in the back sliding around. Mm-hmm on the on the floor we usually had like a blanket back there but it seems like that floor was like metal yeah maybe maybe like in one of the cars it was just metal and maybe even like like ridged metal yeah yeah that would be the ford 
And then the next one, I think, had like a carpet back there. So that was like an, that was an improvement. That would be the Ford LTD. And, and we were always back there. I was always just like doing Mad Libs. I just remember doing Mad Libs whenever we traveled. Anywhere. Oh, that's a good call. By car and by plane, by boat. Mm. Were you the stereotypical <laughs> Mad submarine. Libs where it was mostly like car and oh, mostly like poop and fart eventually and all that? Yeah, sure. Planes? I mean, that's yeah. what you, well, you lead with that and then you, uh, you work in some other material. Mm, sure. I'm pretty sure I learned most of the parts of speech from Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, that's true. That's educational right. activity for yeah. the summertime to keep your kids. I, well, I think I learned it all from uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. I think I learned it all from uh, Scrambled Sc- HBO. <laughs> nice. Part, that's parts of the body. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. okay. Part, parts of speech. Sorry. Sorry. Parts <laughs> yes. of speech. I, uh, I don't know. I, the only car games I remember were trying to find like all the letters of the alphabet on signs yeah. and oh, yeah. um, punching people for right. punch buggies. Oh, we had a, oh, we, okay, wait, we had a great, we had a great game that I don't know that anybody else played, but um, it was, uh, we, we, we traveled a lot through New England, obviously, because we lived in Connecticut and there's, there were lots of um, farms. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we would play the cow game. Which is if you're sitting on the left side of the car, you count the cows on the left side of the car. If you're sitting on the right side of the car, you count the cows on the right side of the car, and whoever go on, whoever, yeah, wow, <laughs> whoever got more cows by the end of the trip won. And it's probably got to punch the other one, I guess. <laughs> you didn't have the uh, boundary wars, like okay, this part of the seat is mine, and this part of the seat is yours, or sibling is looking at me, yeah, or touching my stuff, or I me. Don't remember or, much of that. I remember because I would just be in the way back doing my own thing. We we definitely would fight in the Madeline. car, and um, you could even get you could get hit in the car, <laughs> which was exciting. <laughs> um, but uh, eventually, we would all wear Walkman, and then eventually, I realized, hey, if my sisters are both wearing Walkmans, then I don't have to, and I can just Walks do whatever man. I want because they're right because they're listening to other stuff, and that was an exciting realization that I made. You could you could, you could choose between having the walk man or not right or not right i can sometimes i would say hey can you put on my music on the car stereo and uh, then I, I got the main stereo and they were having a rock out to their thing I, that's actually an interesting question because in my family we listen to either what the grown-ups want to listen to in the car which for my wife is the radio and for me is my iphone or we listen to kids music. Sometimes we'll put on kids music. And growing up, we never listened to kids music in the car. And we only, my mom only listened to news. And my dad only listened to classical music. Not classic rock, like only classical. So, and oh. still to this day, anytime you're in his car, you are going to hear the mellow sounds of classical. Mm-hmm. So most car rides would be punctuated by classical, regardless of distance. So you, you, wow. So the Walkman, really, you pretty much have to <laughs> you needed it yeah you have to that's a that's a that was a we weren't allowed to well actually i we kind of stopped doing the long road jams with when the by the time the walkman technology had hit the street yeah and and i don't remember any like i had one trip i think that i drove with my parents at like i was like i think 19 or something and I drove to San Francisco and there was no, I did have, I did, when I was not driving, I did have my Walkman on. Speaking of listening to things, do we need to have a little bit more space between the two or can we like go from that to oh, that? We could do it now. I think that's fine. Okay. So. We got the one other, the sponsor to talk about. And you guys, everybody knows this sponsor. It's our old friends at Audible. My dear, dear, cherished friends at Audible. 
So Audible, as you guys probably know, has over 150,000 titles to choose from. Fiction, so nonfiction, great. bestsellers, every category imaginable. Moltz, you read. I do. And uh, I can read. Yeah. And there's been a rumor going around that I can't. And you don't even have to be able to read. It's completely to, false. To enjoy an Audible audiobook. They've got free apps for the iPhone, for Android and Windows phones, if you do that thing. So you can download and listen to books on your iPhone, iPod, Android device, Kindle Fire, Windows phone, and over 500 MP3 players. You can listen right in iTunes if you want. Unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own the books you get. You can access your books anytime, anywhere, and whisper sync for voice, which is kind of the coolest feature of Audible. You can switch back and forth between your Kindle an audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. So you're reading on your Kindle and then you're like, all right, I'm going to hop in the car now, but I got to find out what's going to happen to this character. The audiobook magically syncs up to where you just were. That's so awesome. Uh, there's an immersion reading option on the Kindle Fire HD, so you can listen and read at the same time. It highlights the text as you go along with the narrator. You can do chapter navigation, annotated bookmarks. Oh, there's sleep mode, button-free mode. You can control how quickly or slowly the narration goes. And here's our special thing. You get a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So why wouldn't you try Audible? You log in using your Amazon account, so you don't even need to create a new username. It's, it's pretty easy. Sweet. Here's why you're going to want to stay with Audible. If you decide you don't like the book that you choose, doesn't matter. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. That's the Audible Great Listen Guarantee. So before I tell you about how to get this, this extended free trial and the free audiobook, we're going to give you a book recommendation and that book and, and Moltz, am I doing it or are you doing it? Yeah, you can do it. it we'll both me. do it. Go ahead. You go first. Well, I was going to recommend, I'm a big fan of Dave Barry, humor writer, Dave Barry, who has a book called you can date boys when you're 40 Dave Barry on parenting and other topics. He knows very little about, uh, the narration is by Dave Barry, uh, who's also an author. <laughs> is, this is the same Dave Barry that actually wrote the book then. That is, that is the same. <laughs> so it's one. not a different Dave Barry. This, the one and the same. They actually got uh, him to, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and he reads it quite well. Uh, it's uh, it's three hours and 22 minutes of Dave Barry reading you his own book. And uh, it's really good. He does a nice job delivering his own material. So uh, I like that one. And Maltz, what did you want to recommend? I want to recommend The Longest Day, which is a classic um Sounds like book. parenting. <laughs> yeah, right. And it, it's not it's not much related to parenting. Um, it's tangentially related to summer because I read it last summer. Um, and it's about a day in the spring. <laughs> and it's about a day. June. That's right. And fourth, it is fifth. about the uh, invasion of Normandy. And it, written by Cornelius Ryan, I think back in the 50s. And done based on interviews with the people who were there and wow. fought. Nice. And uh, it's it's pretty it's a, it's a, it's a good read. It's a pretty quick, pretty quick read, listen and, or read at the same time. I didn't know about that feature that, uh, and the, that the feature, thing, the whisper sync for audio. Yeah. Whisper sync. No, but I mean the, the thing where you can read, where you can, Oh, see it reads it, to you. Text immersion only. reading. Yeah. The immersion reading. Yeah. I didn't know about that, which seems like that might be a good way to help kids with reading. I was thinking right. about that as you said that actually. Exactly. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. And that's on the Kindle fire HD, which is an extremely affordable tablet. Uh, so audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. You're going to go to audiblepodcast.com slash car and choose from over 150,000 titles, download a free title, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash car. That's audiblepodcast.com slash car. Is that audiblepodcast.com slash car? Yes. Yes, it is. Perfect.
Well done. Well, thanks. Our thanks to Audible, <laughs> our dear, dear friends at Audible for uh, supporting the show. We did, speaking of these things, um, when I was a kid, we did, I, the, one, the one road trip I remember was my dad wanted us to do like an American history road trip. Mm. I can't remember if we did this all at the same time, but we, we went to like Con- Lexington and Concord and we also went to D.C. We must have broken it up somehow, but that's it because that's a long, that's a lot of driving. Yeah. In opposite directions from Connecticut. But <laughs> But it was like, yeah, we're going to, you're going to learn stuff this summer. <laughs> Mostly it was kinda, not I mean, it was kind of cool. I remember, I remember, I remember having a good time and seeing, seeing a bunch of stuff and I've got a picture of us like at the White House back oh, when you nice. could tour the White House, which I don't even think you can do anymore. You have to get your congressman to get you on a list, I think. Oh, you. really? TSA yeah. clear. You have to get endorsed. Now, the, what I remember. Not the America family. I grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> what I remember from family vacations was that like if we did a cruise or when we would go to Israel or whatever, my parents would pick tours that they cared about. And like for me, it's it's just a different mentality on parenting or maybe it was just my own parents' different mentality on parenting. But for me, when we're trying to pick, you know, uh, like we, we went on one cruise with the kids, maybe two, I don't know. I think one cruise with the kids. And when we were planning the excursions, we're like, well, we're not going to do any tours. We'll do the beach day kind of excursions because that's what our kids can handle. But my parents were like, we're going to be in this country. We're going to see the freaking sights. So let's go. Um, uh, And so like we would do these like like eight hour bus tours or these six hour walking tours. And I just hated it. So I, 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 you know, I, I mentioned last time my affection for summer camp, a big part of that was not having to go go on on vacation. (laughs) Oops. Missed the vacation. Still busy at camp. Yeah. I, we, we didn't do any themed trips, but, um, the epic trip that we did was after my oldest four siblings had moved out and it was, so it was my dad and my mom and me and my younger sister. And it was, uh, my dad had done all this research and my dad, when he was in research mode, it was, this is pre-internet too. He would write letters to people. They would like, we got this mega pack from Glacier National Park or whatever, the (laughs) Montana tourism board or whatever, massive pack of brochures and leaflets. And I had a blast just looking through everything and researching and my dad was a cheapskate. So we, so he booked the shittiest, cheapest hotels, motels, just awful. And, um, you know, and I kind of, I have to say that I picked that up from him. And then now as I've gotten older, it's like, no, 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 no. If I'm going to throw down for a vacation, I will save up until, so I can stay at a decent place. And it doesn't have to be like luxury, you know, whatever, insane, but just nicer than somebody's crazy, like drug front motel. So we, what we did was we drove from Salt Lake City to our from near Salt Lake, our little small town, north to Butte, Montana, spent the night there. And then the next day drove into uh, Glacier National Park. And then from there, the next day, we hiked, I think, 14 miles through the rain. And, you know, it was August through the rain that was like, or seven miles, whatever it was, seven miles, some kind of miles. It wasn't like Are you just drop a short uphill both ways right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I dropping who? I thought you were going to drop an uphill both ways now. Uh, it was, you know what? There's uh, only uphill one way, and that was to the place. So they, well, they were these chalets. Now, at first you're thinking, chalet, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> like, there's going to be blondes and Swiss people. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> no, that is not what it is. This is for super granola, crunchy people, because you sleep on straw mattresses, and there's no electricity in the rooms, and it's super, it's like this rustic experience. And I don't even know if they still do it, but you, um, 
Are you eating these like uh, communal rooms? And since it was raining, you couldn't do anything. So all the hikes we had planned, we just sat there and read. So I read like a you know fantasy gore. I think they're called gore. Oh, they're horrible. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cover art was fantastic, though. My mom right, actually right. took a sharpie to the so covers to Frazetta. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, was there was there cleavage on the oh, cover? No, did it? I, uh, it's time for you to Google image search Frank <laughs> Frazetta. Oh my god! And imagine yourself at twelve. Or 13 or 32. Anyway, <laughs> great. He just passed away not long ago. Oh, really? Was well, that right? My mom took a Sharpie to the covers. She was ago. not comfortable with uh, oh, oh, Frank Frazetta. My, where were you all my childhood? Yeah, right? This. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like women, holy women who are yeah. kicking ass with giant tits. So nothing to <laughs> nothing to hate there. <laughs> with like a battle axe. Yep, axe. Yeah, the uh, cover. Oh man, the covers. Uh, podcast the, listen to with your kids, by the way. <laughs> he did the covers for John Carter of Mars. And, yeah, and, you know, like yeah, a just, wow, well known illustrator from the back in the yeah. day. Yeah. I don't know at what age you discover you have the ability to draw that like that, but I imagine as soon as you do, and as soon as you know what it looks like, you just draw those pictures for yourself all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, his the the. Um, like the one where the woman's like on the tiger, the saber tooth thing. Yeah. So rad. Like, and the thing was too, is like the women were not like skinny. They were no, like, no, no, no. These were all. women. They were real women. These right. could, this, you could meet this woman, you know, like at the drugstore or whatever. And then like the next day, <laughs> and then you start be, imagining. It's one of my favorite places you know? to meet women. Sure. I'm just saying. <laughs> you see enough of those and you start imagining that that's what like, you know. Yeah. That woman at the grocery store looks like naked. On top of a saber toothed tiger. When you're you're 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Frank Frazetta with a Z, everybody. Frank, I'm sure we'll hit that in the show notes. But anyway. Oh, I found him. (laughs) Bookmark. And um, so, so basically, I, we hiked in. We didn't have a good gear. It was awful. And we stayed at these horrible places. And so, at the time, this was the worst vacation ever, but it slowly became like one of the most storied and like, I, I really, uh, I treasure that time with my, my mom and dad and my sister. You became yourself on this trip. It sounds like, uh, I had to, you found you. Yeah. I had to give up, uh, Galaxians, which was a Galaga, Galaga (laughs) precursor. I could not find uh, Galaxians anywhere. It was very hurtful. Wow. So I had to learn a lot about myself, Lex. Yes. And also (laughs) about, uh, semi nude, uh, warrior (laughs) fantasy women. Wow. So how much input do your kids get in terms of what you're going to do in the summer? Well, or how much influence do they have in terms of your decision on what you're going to do yeah, this, th- summer? this summer a lot, because, um, I'm going to go back. I'm taking them back to, uh, Cali. No, the other way we're going to go East and there's a rental house that we're going to. And, um, I think we're going to be there for a week. So this was designed for them to interact with my girlfriend's kids. And this is the, this is a big trip, so it should be good. Yeah, it sounds like a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. And and so this was this was engineered by both of us to be the this isn't the first time they met, but this is a a uh this is the like let's see what the Brady Bunch situation feels like yeah. in, in a house mm-hmm. trip. In a house situation, yeah. Yep. 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 And Are you so, gonna sing the theme song the whole time? In my head, I do, yeah. Pretty much. Uh which one? The uh, movie just one? as a matter of course. Yeah, it's the movie version or the 90s, I mean, like the 90s movie or the 70s series version? Uh, I'm going to go with the do, series. I couldn't do the movie. Yeah, I couldn't I do couldn't, the movie. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, 
yeah so the, my kids what about you Moltz? are you are you well we have a my nephew is getting married this summer so that's that's basically taking up our so we're gonna do we're gonna do a big trip east to um to kill all the birds with one stone we're east and uh he's so they're in vermont they're gonna get married uh on my brother's you know at my brother's house in vermont and we're so we're gonna go to vermont and then we're gonna drive down to baltimore to see karen's parents nice stopping at my house on the way down so gonna show the childhood because yeah my parents are moving next year oh moving out of my ancestral oh. <laughs> it's not it's not ancestral because big... we moved into it when i was four but it's Still, the, it was basically the house childhood home. in it yeah, yeah so, awesome. so is that a thing this for you? will probably be my last visit to the is that place a thing that I, like is, is that, that a thing oh emotion? man that's a huge oh yeah it's a huge thing i'm gonna wow. be i'm gonna be sobbing like a little kitty wow i'm sorry yeah because yeah. uh, you know my parents moved while i was in college <laughs> Um, yeah. so I didn't really, and didn't tell you. Yeah. Well, no, they, they sent a forwarding <laughs> address. Um, but like it was, I don't know. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But now I care. Like now I feel like I never actually said goodbye to the house because they moved out of it while I was in school. Like there was the time that was my last time. I didn't know at the time was my last time. Mm. Did you ever have that dream though? I had that dream. Which dream? Oh, that they, Mo- the they parents, moved parents moved and they didn't tell you. Yeah, it was not a nightmare, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a challenge. Right. I did not have that dream. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, you still have that to look forward to. I, my, my mom was widowed, so I had to help her move. So there was no mystery or anything. It was just... Yeah. But it's a, it's had, a weird day, thing. The other though. day, I had the, I had the dream that it was a class that I forgot. Wow. I was taking a class, oh, a math, and it's always worst. a math class, yeah. but I was taking a math class that I had completely forgotten about, and, and there was See, a test coming up. If I if I had a dream where I was in a math class, I would immediately know it was a dream because I didn't take any math classes. Just <laughs> like, what the, I mean, when will I stop having that dream? <laughs> I know. Seemingly never. Apparently. But with, with the houses and the moving out situation, we had one house in New Jersey, and then we moved to a different house in New Jersey. And... Uh, I can't remember if my, I think my second daughter was born, but she was a baby or else she was still inside of Lauren. It was one of those two situations. And, uh, but we took Anya to the empty old house because we had to do the final walkthrough before we were going to go sign the paperwork. And Anya walks into the house and, you know, she got as much as a, a two and a half year old could get these things. She understood what kind of was happening. Um, but she goes in the house, she's like, it's empty. It's empty. And then she just ran through every room of the house, screaming her head off in delight that it was all empty. She couldn't believe that like every room was empty. And that it turned out to be really, I mean, we didn't spend enough time in that house for me to get too nostalgic about it. But, uh, I, my favorite memory of the house is my final day in it where I was just running through. screaming that empty. <laughs> we, when we moved from our first house to our second house, the we would say okay we're gonna go home and my oldest was three at the time and she was did not threes were not good so she would just freak out she was like i don't want to go home i want to go to the new house so the new house was home home was the old house she would freak out just crazed crazed like crying freak out meltdown and at, at the dry like any time of the day it wasn't about naps or food it was just like she did not want like we had moved she was done let's go new house yeah anyway <laughs> sidebar wow mm-hmm. 
I am, I'll edit all of that. That's that's gone. That'll be gone. No, I like that story. <laughs> that was good. So, okay, what about fireworks? Uh, do you guys yeah. do fireworks? Like no, like definitely home don't fireworks. do fireworks. No, I mean we had, we had a crazy oh, you neighbor. Mean like, yeah, you mean sh- shoot them or go view them? Well, f- my initial question was to if you shoot them off yourselves, like you're going to no. do with your your kids, you're going to do no home no, fireworks. Hanks doesn't like loud noises, so. You can't that do snakes or a sparklers. But he, would, yeah, sparklers. I would do. I would do sparklers, and we have done sparklers in the past. Yeah, I think we've done sparklers. I think my wife is more scared of them. I'm sure my kids would be just totally freaked yeah, out. Yeah, my wife have is to definitely demonstrate does, over and over definitely again. does not like them. I, Growing I, I, up, though, we had a we had a you know we had the whole collection with the charming all the charming racist names mm-hmm. that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my grandmother lived in North Carolina, so she would stop someplace and get a bag a paper brown paper bag full of <laughs> full of fireworks and drive up from North Carolina to Connecticut and for 4th of July. Nice. Yeah, and I still have all my fingers somehow. And so th- that was different. I'm guessing the legality of those fire those were like the good fireworks cuz they yeah, came from the Yeah, some south. of them were yeah, some we you know like the M80s and them and they were some yeah. of them were pretty destructive. Here. You have to drive to Wyoming to get the good stuff here. And they have like uh, monitor people that it's pretty crazy. <laughs> According to some random website, mm-hmm. there were 6,300 firework related injuries last 4th of July season. Mm. 19% from sparklers, 14% Whoa. from firecrackers, 6% from bottle rockets, 6% from public displays, 3% Roman candles. Um, so suggesting that sparklers are more dangerous than some other things. And then, cause I was trying to like, are they unsafe? And then I Googled are sparklers well, dangerous. Yes. And the result but you're was not going to, you're not going to lose a dangerous. finger. Well, you yeah, could. I mean, you'd, probably get, you'd probably get a good burn. You can probably yeah. get a good burn from a sparkler, well, but you're not going to like lose a hand. They say you should wear gloves, have children wear gloves while they hold. Sparklers. No, 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 no. That's the pussification the of America the right first. there, man. That's the nanny state awfulness. That's um, no <laughs> kids need to experience the terror Danger. of sparklers. All right. So yes. I want you to respond to all of these, these bits of advice. Always wear gloves. You say no, no, always supervise children. How do you yes. Know that one? Yes. Okay. Yes. Always light them one at a time. Don't light a batch at once. How do you feel? No, dumb. You got to, if you're like, if you're, if you're 10, <laughs> you can handle four at once. Come on. This episode needs a disclaimer, by the way. Don't give them to <laughs> yeah. drunk adults. How do you feel about that one? Yes, that's, oh, I would well, agree Well, then there. when are you going to do it? Well. <laughs> I'm not going to use a sparkler if I'm sober. It's 4th uh, of July. Of course I'm drunk. Put spent sparklers in water or sand. Mm, I, that, that, sure. Yeah, I, I'd say that's water. I'd say fine. Water, yeah. That's fine. Keep them well away from your fireworks. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay, I don't have any fireworks. So. Now, yes. this one I can agree with. Don't use them indoors. I'm okay I agree with that. With that. I agree do not that put one. them in your mouth. Now, let me ask you this. We, uh, we have neighbors who do fireworks and so it's illegal. Yes. And they do them too late at night and they make my yes. kids freak out. And sometimes yes. they even hit my house. Like we got how to get some out yes. of the pool, how to get some out of the, gar- the front yard, <laughs> whole situation. I hate these people. And <sighs> so my question is, how much do you hate these people? Like, I always just let it go, but you're supposed yeah. to. Like, each year, there's like the little, the township police are like, by the way, if any of your neighbors are doing fireworks, call them in, be yeah. the narc. And like, I always <laughs> think about it, but I don't want to be the narc. No. You don't really. But you? I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Based on last <laughs> week. Yeah, right. Pot. You seem super Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't a great experience. My sleeping bag got soaked. <laughs> here's, here's the thing about the neighbor fireworks situation. My. You are that neighbor. No, right no, 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 no. My my brother, but, but to his credit, um, 
the his neighbors when he did it when he was the the illegal firework guy his neighbors like weren't around they'd bolt or if they were there they'd be like fire it up let's do it bro so i think this is the way i look at it you don't have to spend a dime you get free fireworks next to your thing like next to your house and your kids get to have like a i mean i'm what i'm saying is embrace it and get the kids involved Get them out there. Picnic chairs, cooler, the whole deal. Yeah. Like blankets, set well, see, up. Our, our neighborhood is, we have a view to the fireworks, the city's fireworks. Mm, that's nice. And, and Tacoma has an air show. Awesome. So we get a, we get an air show starts at like one o'clock in the afternoon. We get a freaking air show. And then at night, I mean, I, you know, watch the fireworks. I have no choice but watch the fireworks because right. it's right. like right outside my bedroom window. Nice. Which is nice. And I like that. But so I don't need three in the morning. This dude's, you know, rinky dink little bottle rockets going off all night long. And like the neighbor, Mike, whom I loved mostly because he would set off these when I was a kid, he would set off fireworks every 4th of July. He made it like a block party. He yeah. invited everybody. Yeah. He was like, come I over to Mike's. I can understand that. And, yeah. you know, at nine o'clock, he's going to set these off. And like my parents would not let me anywhere near them, but he would sort of like let me touch his hand while he set one off or whatever. It was great. Nice. And <laughs> weird. It was, it sounded much Super more weird. It was not creepy. It was, it was, if anything, it was sexy. Anyway, but so. <laughs> oh, God. Appropriately okay. sexy for uh, a yeah. young child. Wait, 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 wait. Like that's very different. Inviting the neighbors over, like saying, hey, come participate is, is so much nicer than, you know, hey, we're going to be obnoxious. We can't really see fireworks from our house, but it's very, very close to our house. Like it's, it's walking distance to go see the, the county or whatever town show. But, uh, I don't know. The neighbors who set them off, I just get so angry. Okay, so you got to let it go because they're your neighbors. I, I really think you got to reach out and say, listen, here's the deal. If you let us be, like, enjoy your stuff, we won't call the cops. And if you put a curfew on it. Yeah. Well, no, no, just like, listen, I don't want to knock you out. And I want, you know, like, but um, I got kids. I got little kids. So it's just, is your neighbor, like, blowing them off at, like, 2 in the morning or whatever? Midnight? No, it's like, it's like 10 and 11. And my kids are, like, yeah. 3. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, mm, I think when the kids are around five, then you can kind of keep them up. It's 4th of July, you know? Oh, come on. They have school on the 5th. I guess they don't have school. School, I mean, it depends on the, you know, the situation, (laughs) but, but I just think I have to work on the 5th of July. Well, which is stupid. I mean, I always thought that you should get the, like, give me the day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, it's It's America, man. It's a a holiday where you really need to stay up a little bit later. Yeah. Really need to want to stay up a little bit later. It's kind the of like, reason I don't say anything is because a he's the neighbor with fireworks. He's the neighbor with <laughs> explosives, um, on hurricane probably Sandy. guns. And I've I don't even know this neighbor. It's like the one neighbor who I don't know. He's he's not my next door neighbor. He's across the street oh, in okay. both directions. Okay. And then uh, he was also he was the most stacked for Hurricane Sandy. So he came up with he you know he had gallons and gallons of gasoline in his garage. You need I'm to be sure friends they with also this have dude. rows and rows of guns. No, you there. gotta friend it up, man. It's time. He gave generators to all of his neighbors to like help him out. This is this is the person you need to know. These dudes are awesome. Know. He's creepy. Because well, they're I, well, so different than everybody else. Like they're not there's not a in our case, it's the guy whose dog is barking at five o'clock in the morning and who's also building up his house and, and starting to block our view. No, oh, I hate that guy. Oh, that's different. Already, you blocking guy. Problem. And you have a dog, which makes the nighttime fireworks so much worse. Well, you know what? Our dog does not care. Oh, he's, never mind. He's completely <laughs> not bothered by 
the fireworks at all. Our dog, like growing up, yeah, our dog would, our dog would run and find us and then like pee right in front of us. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Can't take the fireworks. Uh, see, I in my growing up in my neighborhood, those guys like the generator, you know, prepared for anything. Guys, they were. I was fascinated by those guys. What made them tick? Why? What's the deal? Like, why does this person have 75, 55 gallon drums of water in his garage? Right. And it's for the, it's for Hurricane Sandy, which we did not have in Utah. We did. We don't have hurricanes here. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, you're aware we, of We that. didn't used to here in New Jersey either. <laughs> Global warming. Yeah. So what, you don't, John, you don't have a, you don't have like a Indian reservation that you can no nope. American. Mm. Cause that's where, that's where we get all our, I mean, that's where they all He's going to edit here. the native American in so that nobody they, knows. That, yeah. yeah edit it out. Right. Mm. Probably. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit the it's, uh, actually in my, my town growing up, we had, <clears throat> we had what was called the Indian school, um, which mm. was super not PC, but that's what it was called. Sorry, hold on. And they, and they sold fireworks there. <laughs> I'm going to start that one over. In my hometown, we had the Indian school and it was a trade school for um, like kind of high school and, you know, it's so like teen to late teen uh, vocational school slash trade school. But it also had like drama and other stuff. And they were trying to get for, car- for carving cigar store Indians. Well, and what they would do is they would. <laughs> Holy shit. That's the name. Holy shit. We would, they would truck, <laughs> they would bus in for the school year. It was an old army hospital and they converted it to this to, to try and get Native Americans to um, kind of integrate into society. They would they would or just to take back trades to the reservation. They would um, they would bring people up, teach them stuff, and then they would like send them back to the reservation or they would sort of, you know, you get like jobs. So like they would have a skill that they could then go to work. Um, so, you know, whatever trade stuff like vocational stuff like uh auto mechanics and building and you know i don't know if they did like an engineering thing or they had a matriculation with the university or whatever i'm guessing they did but um some kid is knocking on my door because they know when they come home from school they can knock on the door (laughs) but they're like he's not answering i better knock louder anyway only possible can't hear me long answer tried to be shortened now no there's no there's no there's no native american reservation near us you have to drive to wyoming 90 minutes from here Oh man, Evanston, you know, Wyoming. With kids in the car, that drive is going to be a nightmare. Oh no, no, no! You do that on your own. Yeah, uh, you do that drive, and you also <laughs> right. have to make a day of it because you can't just go up, get fireworks, you know, cross the border, get the fireworks, and turn around because there's highway patrol, there's people watching the whole deal. So basically, what you have to do is go up. You got to smuggle it. You don't buy you fireworks. The, you right, have to put you know. all the fireworks up your butt. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's a whole. My brother had it all down. He he had it all <laughs> figured out, and it was great because he would he would do the drive, but he, he had the kind. He had like the mortar with the ball. And oh, you yeah. like, if, if I can be completely honest, the only advice our listeners should take away from today's episode is to go to care.com slash trade. That's probably the best. <laughs> and and audiblepodcast.com slash car. And don't put fireworks. Up don't do anything with fireworks or sparklers and wear the gloves. <laughs> be safe. Be safe this summer, everyone. 